Hey friends, welcome to a new episode. We are very excited to be here. My name is Pissy Miles. And my name is Sam Baxter. And this, this is, is my, my spooky, spooky gay family. family. This is a monumental episode. The the tides have turned, the the <laughs> turned tables the have planets have aligned, aligned and, and everything has happened. The moon is in the right phase. It is just about Halloween, and we managed to get all five siblings here recording the podcast. We have Bob, Kevin, and heterosexual Jess here to record my spooky gay family. <laughs> By popular demand. <laughs> By popular demand, heterosexual Jessica has joined us. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Hi, that, hi Kevin. We have Kevin. We have Bob. Say hi, hi Bob. And we have the inimitable Jessica. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> well, are you guys excited to be joining us for my yeah. spooky gay family? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm back again. So try not to sound so excited. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> Bob's like, the check didn't clear for us. I'm not interested. Like, I haven't heard from Warner Brothers yet. Bob's like, I haven't even gotten my retainer this week. So, and we're like, you don't need a retainer. You had braces several, for years. Several items on my rider were blatantly ignored. <laughs> I asked for only red M Ms. I I will take any color M&M. I, I, it, well, I only get specific with, with colors when it comes to Starburst. What Jess, what is your favorite color Starburst? Pink and yellow. See, I love I yellow. Everyone mm. loves pink, and I am not a pink Starburst person. You don't really? Red ones are nasty. I like, See, I like the, the red, red ones. ones. The red's I will, my favorite. Oh, no. I my favorite? Red. My favorite is the one that everyone hates. The orange. I love the orange ones. Yeah. I love orange. I like the orange ones. Do you, oh, shut up. <laughs> <They're> really <laughs> gross. Dare you? I'm trying to weasel my way back in. I love oh the orange <laughs> Bob's trying to get back into our good graces. He's like, I love orange. Orange is my favorite. I have socks made out of orange. Starburst. I eat them every night. <laughs> I'm, I really am very excited that we all... Jessica. <laughs> I was so excited until this very moment. She starts throwing bottle caps... Uh, any moment she's going to start throwing things on the floor. I really am so excited that we all got to sit down and have this conversation tonight. I'm very excited to be talking to you. Uh, is this your first podcast, Jess? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you've never done anything like this before? Um, no. Have you, you've never made like a radio appearance? No. <laughs> Maybe I'm like living in a different world where like I'm like doesn't everyone do radio appearances? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I have done a I actually was on the radio, like the real radio, not like my uh garage band. I was on the radio <laughs> one time. I was doing an appearance because I was performing at the State Theater in New Brunswick. Uh I was the opener during a Pride event 
uh, where George Takei was appearing. And I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to get to meet George Takei. He's, he's, he's going to be so nice and, and gay and it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> and literally I did the event and they're like, okay, thank you. And I was like, I don't, I don't get to meet George George Takei. And they were like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how dare you? And they like handed me my check and I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to say that you're like the ninth caller and won like tickets. <laughs> I, I, sh- I actually lied. I that- was on the radio <laughs> once. Were you? I think I was in seventh grade maybe. <laughs> I called into Z100 to request Secret Garden because it had just come out in <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Wait, Secret Garden? That was the, it was like Bruce Springsteen, Secret oh, Garden. I thought you were talking about the musical. I was like, you called Z100 <laughs> to request <laughs> Lily's Eyes from Secret Garden. I, mean, I got on and people actually like recognized my voice because the next day they were like, oh my god, were you on Z100 last night? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's so f- I didn't know you were on Z100. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame none of us were on PLJ because now it is gone. These are all these are all radio stations in New York and New Jersey. For those of you who are listening, uh, the three of you listening outside the tri-state area, um, <laughs> we have one kn- person in the UK, and I would like to personally say thank you to yes, them. thank you to our UK listener. We are very, <laughs> we are very excited to see you show up on our Callum. listener map. What, Kevin? It might be my friend Callum. He Callum? Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Callum. <laughs> if it's, it's you. you. <laughs> <laughs> if it's you. Somewhere there's a Jody like, I told him I was watching him Thursday. <laughs> we also have someone in Poland and someone in Greece, so Poland. Yeah. Oh, we I have like, like Poland. one da- We also have like one download in like Chile. Yes, Chile. It's like, okay. I'll take cool. Chile. Or Chile. Where is yeah, I, I, I apologize. That was like the whitest possible way of saying that. But I know. Now we, we no longer have a weapon. <laughs> we were like, let's do the electric slide. <laughs> For the person listening from the Hormel plant. Oh, no. Uh, Bob, have you ever been on the radio? No. Never, not I, once? Why would I have been on the radio? I don't know. You, maybe you called and requested Secret Garden. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've For not. some reason, you said Secret Garden, and I, in my mind, I was like, she means Savage Garden. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, have you ever been on the radio? Nope. Never, not once? Nope. You never you even like, like called in like to like... like a normal thing. No. Listen, <laughs> tons of people call into the radio to yell about, uh, uh, to yell at Sean Hannity and, and Rachel Maddow and people on the... Does Rachel Maddow have a... Radio no. show? I'm sure she I must be she on. Does. She might have a Sirius XM channel. I think they just trans. I, I think they literally just take the audio from her TV show and like play it as a podcast. But I think that's about as close as she comes. Oh, I would have no idea. Well, it's all nonsense to me. <laughs> have you ever been on the radio set? No. My God, look at this. We are all now professional uh, audio engineers. We are appearing on a, a produced podcast. I can edit out whatever I want. Bob will not be appearing. <laughs> <laughs> after the it episode, yeah, after the debacle from the last debacle time. when Bob was the defending debacle. that damn movie, <laughs> I, I won't say anything. Oh, all of a sudden she's got nothing I, to say. I all of a sudden she's fifth. speechless. I played the fifth. I have nothing. You don't have I a fifth. I couldn't even anymore. get through the first half of the first one. Really? Really? Thank you. <laughs> I liked but the I first half. But I was also half. like obsessed yeah. with the miniseries with the yeah. Tim Curry one. Yes. Yes, as most sensible people are. The the Tim Curry one is the definitive it. The new one 
I will say the first chapter was like, okay. The second chapter was garbage. We already did three hours on this. I, just I know. I'm like, I'm like, but let's do it one more okay. time. I'm like, hold on, let me get out my checklist from Warner Bros. of what I got to cover. <laughs> did they send you talking points again? Bob's the whistleblower. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so speaking of... It and Warner Brothers and things we are not going to be talking about today. Here's what we are going to be talking about today. I'm actually really super excited for this topic because it's something that I'm surprised we have not spoken more about already. We are going to be talking about fear. Ooh, so scary. <laughs> Uh, We are going to be talking about fear today on My Spooky Gay Family, and we have a lot of topics we're going to cover, but before we jump in, um, we just want to say that whatever we talk about today on the podcast is our personal opinions and things that uh, only apply to us, so if you don't like it, mm, too bad. So here we go. (laughs) That's covered. (laughs) We're jumping in. we wanted to talk about fear because we are coming up on Halloween, and there's so much like spooky, scary shit out there that I thought, uh, like literally it, uh, outside right now, literally right outside because <laughs> Jessica has a horrifying backyard. Coyotes, and bears. <laughs> do you really? Oh, there's coyotes like all the time. They're, really? They ran past my kids in like, cross country the other day. Oh, oh. yeah. Did the coyote? Win? Did they win? <laughs> 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 Wiley Coyote is like, I'm winning. <laughs> it's a race. <laughs> you have coyotes here? Yeah, we have coyotes, we have bears. That makes me really excited to walk back to my car tonight. I mean, they're not like just prowling, like waiting for you in the bushes. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen a bear I mean... run through your backyard before. No, it was Finley. Finley is Jessica's dog that is uh, surprisingly quiet at the moment. Where is she? Yeah. She's, she's laying down. By the front door. She's oh, sleeping. She's, what an angel. Look at her. Uh, I'm I'm not particularly scared of bears, though. I Are am. you? <laughs> I was scared of the one that I almost hit coming home from Santa. <laughs> you almost hit a bear? Yeah, it like darted out. I mean, and they move fast. I, was I guess it was kind of surprising to me because I always pictured them like lumbering. Yeah, I was gonna, I, I've never really <laughs> considered the word dart to be like anywhere close to bear. I mean, That's not like, a bear adjective. Like, in my windshield, like, like close. <laughs> close. Do you know what's funny? I, <laughs> oh no! I oh, actually no. today on the way here, I was driving down, I was driving up the highway, and I passed. It was very sad. I passed, uh, unfortunately, of a sadly deceased raccoon on the road, and it made me think of the story. Oh with gosh, Kevin and the raccoon. <laughs> That's a hilarious. Thing. Kevin, can you tell the story about the okay. raccoon? So we were driving back from Sam's apartment, and. I was going around this corner and it just, I don't know, the raccoon just ran out in front of the car and I hit it and then I came to the He had no time, by the way. He was so shocked. It like literally was like, he would have had a split second to stop. Like this thing had like, like it just committed suicide and it jumped right in front of the car. I hit it. I came to a complete stop and then I honked the horn twice. (laughs) (laughs) He was like in shock. So he was like, (gasps) and then I was like, beep, beep. New Jersey instincts at work. <laughs> but didn't you say that like the raccoon I, ran out and then like looked up like terrified? Like no. I, I saw its head turn. Why are you like, trying to right make before? the story worse? You're trying to make it more sad. <laughs> like like he was just like I made a terrible mistake. Well then Robert showed a real side of himself because I didn't know what, what it was at first, and I was like, oh, we should go back. What if it was a dog? Like I should go and see if it had a tag on it. And he was like, it was a raccoon. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, okay, Kevin makes it sound like I'm a horrible person. I saw the raccoon. I knew it was a raccoon. Kevin was having a meltdown and was sure I mean, that I he would have been upset. Dog. 
Yeah, but I saw it. I saw that it was a raccoon. I knew it was a raccoon. I would have been very upset if I knew that. I, I would have been upset hit a what, no matter what I hit. But knowing that, because he wanted to turn around in a section where you could not turn around to go see if it was somebody's dog. But I knew it wasn't. So. A little trash panda. Yeah. A little trash panda. No, you just <laughs> yeah. Poor little trash panda. It did look Aww, it, it, a trash yeah. panda. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we should jump right into this conversation because this is actually something I don't think we've ever like talked about together before. And I'm very excited to hear your answers because oh, this is a very interesting conversation <laughs> to me. So today we are talking about fear and because we love horror movies and we love spooky, creepy shit and, and we love the idea of like being scared, but I think in actuality, <laughs> is that the bottle cap? No, oh, <laughs> I was Finley Sarah, eating the bottle you cap. Take can you take that away from her? Might be a bone. Oh, I don't know if it's the bottle cap. <laughs> what is it? It's the bottle cap. <laughs> I swear to God, I knew it was going to come back to haunt me. I knew it. I knew the second it hit the floor, I was like, that bottle cap is going to come back and be the bane of my existence. Go way down, Finley. Um, so, yes, today we are going to be talking about the things that scare us because we like to be scared. Uh, generally, we are people who enjoy scary movies and, like, haunted attractions. We love all the all the white girl fall shit, right? <laughs> yeah. We love a PSL, we love some Ugg boots, and we like to have a man with a fake chainsaw jump out and scare the crap out of us. <laughs> I think that's, that's, like, how our family works. Um, so I thought it would be fun if just, like, one at a time we could say, like, what is, what is something that just truly scares you? It could be either an idea or like a, a physical thing or or a, a, like I am afraid of heights. I am very, very, very afraid of heights. And I am very, very afraid of sharks. So if I were to meet a shark on an airplane, that's probably like worst case scenario. Sharknado. <laughs> it's just like the worst possible movie for you. Sharknado. Was Sharknado. It. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm flying with sharks. <laughs> It really is. I hate sharks. I'm terrified of sharks. The movie Jaws fucked up my life. I I am I hate it. I hate it. Sam, what are you scared of? Um, I, I mean I, I feel like it's pretty much just the normal things. It's like I hate flying. Um I hate I am I'm also afraid of sharks, though I like sharks. I like, like sh- I mean I I think sharks are cool, but I, I am terribly afraid of them. But I don't um, ever want to run into one by chance. Bees are also a thing that I will flee inside for. <laughs> <No matter. laughs> like, like I, I will go outside and grill all the time, and like just anything that remotely looks like it might be black and yellow, like it, I don't care what size it is. Like it, it could literally be a dog in a bee costume. If it's bee shaped at all, I'm running. Like, she doesn't like, even like bodak yellow because it sounds <laughs> no. too much like black and yellow. No, Bird's bees can't do it. Like can't can't do it at all. Oh, I love Bird's bees. Kevin, what do you? What would you say is like your biggest fear? I mean, I have like a whole laundry list. Um, Give it, roll it out. <laughs> Everything. I'm afraid of heights and flying. I am afraid of bees. Have I'm you afraid flown? Of spiders? Yes. Um, Kevin's afraid of flying because of when he went to Minnesota and he was on that janky little plane. <laughs> it was like a forty seater plane because, oh, no. and it was it was so tiny. And every time we hit turbulence, and I also had like the stereotypical awful like passenger next to me, like he was asleep under a blanket, leaning against me and drooling, and I was like, Ooh. and I just it was just a horrible flight. Um, 
what am I afraid of? But um, did something terrible happen on that flight? Because Bob made it sound like it was like not particularly. It was <clears> just there was like a lot of turbulence, and because it was so such a, a small plane, like you could just feel all thirty five thousand feet beneath you. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was in an aluminum oh. can. That was and, kind of how I felt. <laughs> Chris, do you remember? Do you remember when we went to Ireland, yes. and we flew from Heathrow to Dublin yes. the, on that like little jet? Yep. Honestly, it, we didn't hit a lot of turbulence or anything, but it was like a little more unnerving for me because I was like, I was like, it just felt so much more like we were riding like a cigar tin in the wind. Like, yeah. it's just like <laughs> that's the reason they call it an Airbus. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally, it was literally like a little yellow bus when it backed up. It beeped. Yeah, I mean, I think flying in general, like, you just, you're very vulnerable. Like, if something yeah. happens, like, you're kind of just screwed. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, but, no, I mean, I think right now in my life, I'm the old one at the table. So, like, nearing closer to 40, like, I now start thinking more about all the scary health things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have two kids. And so you're always constantly, like, worried about, like, them being safe and, and all of that. But at the end of the day, I'm still really kind of just scared of, like, gremlins and, like, <laughs> really, really screwed up by as a kid. Like a like um, a marionette? Would that no, scare no, you? No, um, Anymore? No. Anymore? <laughs> no. Um, I still just get creeped out. Like, I, this is so embarrassing, but, like, I literally do still, like, check under my bed. Do you? I swear do to God, I, I do. do, too. There are times I've, I'll do, like, I've, a I've running I've had moments jump. where I check under my bed. But it's because, like... It sounds like a ridiculous thing to be afraid of, but then you hear true crime stories about like people who go home. Yeah, but gremlins and- aren't true crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying you I'm trying that to rescue you I'm trying to save you. Of. No, I mean, I, I look for the scary bad guys too, especially like if my husband's traveling and I'm mm. home with the kids. Like, I definitely do the like whole house check, but no, I mean, gremlins are still. Do you there. remember when, when <laughs> was like really little uh, and he had. Um, he had come to you, and it was right after the fourth kind came out. I knew and he came to you, up. and he said he saw an owl yes. that was like looking at his and I was like, <laughs> Okay, we're screwed. That's the other thing for me. Obviously, aliens still something that we were um, we were up in. Where were we? We were in Vermont, and it was like a totally clear night, and there was like a bazillion stars in the sky, and it was like it should have been this like really like awesome, calming, just beautiful thing to look at. And all I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna see a UFO, and I'm gonna. See a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> because and then they're going to come and like track me down because that's that's kind of like where I get really super paranoid. Thinking about UFOs, I don't like aliens. And David also is terribly afraid of aliens. Like I, I came home one day and he was sitting on the couch and he was watching. I, I, I opened Netflix and the last thing that was being watched was like a UFO documentary and I was like. What is this? And he was like, I scared myself. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, why? I was like, why are you watching this? So, like, I have a story, but I'm afraid to share it because, like, I'm afraid that it's going to be out there then. And then the people who knew about what I was doing in the first place are going to, like, come get Don't it. worry, they'll just redact it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the so government will just, like, improvise. When I was in college, my very first semester when I was a freshman, I was up in Syracuse and um, Carmen and I had been like exploring the area and there was this really, really, really huge, big, like water tower, like bigger than, and I shouldn't even call it a water tower. It was like this metal round facility and it didn't really make sense like where it was and it didn't look like anything that should be there. There was no signage. Um, and it was covered in graffiti and all the graffiti had to do with like aliens. 
And so we saw it a bunch of times. We asked a bunch of people like what it was. No one would ever give us like a straight answer. So I got this bright idea to create like a fake Hotmail account. Like gave like a (laughs) different name. (laughs) I created this like other name. And I emailed, I don't even remember who in the government, like local government, like I reached out to and I was like, oh, I'm this, I'm this, you know, student at Syracuse. And for a paper in my like environmental studies class, I need to know like what the structure is. (laughs) So I send it, you know, privately through this fake Hotmail account. I get an email back on my school account (laughs) and it said, hi, Jessica, if like, if you need to know this, please tell me the name of your professor, the class that you're taking. And I freaked the shit out. (laughs) To this day, like I still, every once in a while, I'm like, oh my God, like, you're did I like there. stumble? Yeah, somewhere. like did I stumble on something that I wasn't supposed to know about? Like, how, why did they call me another, out that way? You know, like, you should bring up on a podcast. Yeah, you're, like, know, you're gonna get another before. email after this from them. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Could you please stop talking about this? <laughs> That's true because you have an Alexa in your house, don't you? They've, oh. been, they've been waiting for you to bring that up again. They've been listening. They're like, "Oh, get the tape. <laughs> get the handcuffs." We're but going. yeah, that, that's a true story. That's crazy, right? That's actually that's actually really scary. Really yeah. scary, right? It's creepy. And also, Did you go to college like, in uh, Roswell? <laughs> no, seriously, I said Syracuse, which you should know. It was a joke. It was a Did you joke. secretly hope that they were serious about storming Area Fifty One just to see what they were behind? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's standing in the back, like I'm just gonna watch. <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. I don't want. Like I don't want them to know that I know. I read something recently that some guy slipped up some, like, really big head of government, like, slipped up and said that, oh, yeah, the Americans know, like, five or six different alien species. I read what? that online, which means it's not true, oh, but, you know. Like, where did you read it? It was, like, a comment on something. I can't uh, remember what. <laughs> it wasn't the, name the of this onion. episode is now t- Tinfoil Hats. No. Tinfoil Hats. <laughs> Dad has trained us well. <laughs> so, so, Bob, what then is your, like, big fear? I mean, like we've said, like heights and everything else, but I have two that are probably like a little different. One, I'm afraid of like whales, but really it's any big, any big animal I think is just a little bit creepy because they could just crush me, you know, like the, you've seen whales jump out of the water and land on boats. That is my life's dream. <laughs> to get crushed get by a whale. Crushed by whale. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but like a near miss would be really exciting. <laughs> no, it's terrifying. No. And the other one, I think like. I think my biggest, like, one of my bigger fears for, like, dying would be to be, like, eaten by something. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank you. That's terrifying. But that's kind of why I'm afraid of sharks. Because it'd be so painful. That's why I'm so afraid of sharks. It's like, you are aware all through what is happening. Not until it depends happening. on what end they get. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That was a fair point. <laughs> what movie is it? Like, creepiest thing ever. Like... I don't. I really don't the remember descent. the content. No, shush. I don't remember the. <laughs> I'm just gonna name a whole bunch of movies. I don't remember the context. But this guy gets like strapped to a seat, and they take a bucket with rats and they put it like against his stomach. <gasps> that, was Game, like, on... that was Game of Thrones. That was Game of Thrones. Oh, it's also yeah. yeah. That's also a. Oh yeah, that's like season one, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's like season me, three, or yeah. season three or four. I, okay, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is that to me, like talking about like getting eaten by something, like that would be far worse than a shark. Because they're, like, little. You're going to be alive for a while. Yeah. Well, they used to like do that. through your stomach. They used to really I mean, do that. yes, but a rat is not as... I, I, like, obviously, I'm not saying I would not be scared of being eaten by rats. But there's, like, 
I guess because of how scary sharks look, there's like the fear of knowing the shark is coming, the fear of seeing the shark, and like then the the pain. I, I don't know. There's I I don't know. So I know this isn't a fear because this is actually a wish. Um, what? Are you wishing I get eaten by a shark? <laughs> but I actually really do have this kind of like sick weird wish that I get like a small like manageable shark bite. Why? I don't, what? Because I think like just like a little like like no. on my leg, but like not like, it like licks the, your toe. You're just looking for a badass scar. <laughs> I want a badass scar. I want to be like, oh, look at my shark bite, but like not to like really get hurt. But like a little shark, like a like a like so we, we'll like, just take you to the like the touch summer. tank at the aquarium and just like hold your pinky out and just see just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just like a little oh. nibble on the end. Sorry, I'm not very good on podcasts because I keep changing the subject. No, you're no, good. that's fine. This we, is actually we, how this goes. Yeah, we basically this is a podcast of tangents. We don't talk about anything. We you know what else is terrifying after living for a year in the south tornadoes yeah i mean absolutely. tornadoes are a legitimate fear but, but like if you've ever been like driving and all of a sudden you just hear like the like on the radio and they're like if you're in blah 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 blah, you need to get the fuck out of there <laughs> you know, it's like, never you know, happened. yeah it's when i was driving like, home from work once it was terrifying and then it ended up being like really far away from me so it was fine but it was like they only do that like when you're like generally like in a predicted path Kind it was thing. weird when we lived in Basking Ridge that there was that one really bad storm and like Carmen and I were out front. I think we were like going down. If you guys remember, there was like that basement, like yeah. and we had like that storage unit and we were mm-hmm. going down for something. And all of a sudden it was like, it was the weirdest thing. It was really, really windy. And then it just was like dead calm. And you literally felt like the pressure shift. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we need to go inside. And then it was like the span of a minute and we walked back outside and like the neighbors, like lawn chairs were up on their roof. And that's when all oh those trees came down like it was yeah. a, a macro burst um but it was the same kind of a thing and it like literally sheared be- between micro bursts and macro bursts it's something about like the way that the wind shifts or something oh, okay. but it takes trees down like in the middle yeah um so yeah it was it was like crazy. they're actually those are more dangerous than tornadoes actually yeah, i believe because yeah. it's re- they, well like it affects a wider area yeah it affects a much wider area and it's really really fast so it's like super super it was like dangerous. a minute and done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what sucks time to like sound an alarm there they happen in phoenix few, all the time like minor oh, natural situations in New Jersey because mm. we we are not in like a peak territory for anything yeah. but I have never seen or felt any of the I sleep through all the earthquakes <laughs> I am in the next town over for the tornadoes I, mm. and I'm like not that I want to be part of a natural disaster but I would like a small tor- like the, the size tornadoes we get in New Jersey where it like knocks over a, a lawn chair well, we I, would, I wouldn't be mad at seeing that <laughs> you say that until it's happening <laughs> I mean, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> the, the earthquake was actually kind of fun because it was like, it wasn't strong. So it was like, you're just like, oh, but everyone in LA is like, fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they joke about the small ones. They're like, did you even feel that? Like, they just work through it. They don't care. They're, like, they're like, calm down. It's not that serious. It's like that meme where it's like the, the play set and like one chair fell over. Yeah. It's like, we will rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> When we were in St. John this summer, there we were in like the the grocery store, and I th- really thought that like a car ran into like the front of the store because if you saw how the parking is, like it's right up against the brick wall that's the front of the store, mm-hmm. because like everything just kind of rattled for a second in the shelves, and I was like, oh, did someone just like crash into the store? She's like, no, it was an earthquake. Like she looked at me like I, like I was crazy that I get, like it was an earthquake, and I was like, oh my god, is that a big deal? She's like, no, if the booze didn't fall off the shelf, then we're good. <laughs> like the marker that they. Use. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good marker. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have the same marker in my home. <laughs> <basically>. <laughs> 
Do you think that, like, I know, Jez, you kind of touched upon this earlier. Do you think that as you've gotten older, do you think that your your fears have changed? Yes. I mean, I think my legit... Now, first of all, I'm a very anxious person, like, to begin with. <laughs> so I'm pretty much afraid of everything all the time. But, like, I live through it. Like, I'm yeah. functional. <laughs> but um, I th- always think, like, worst case scenario, especially mm-hmm. since I've had kids. Like, I'm yeah. always, like, you know, anytime they want to do something, I'm always thinking about, like, what's the worst that could happen? And you kind of can't really live like that. But that's probably, like, the most intense fears. But like I said, I should at almost 40 probably not be scared of really like silly things that like can't happen. Things. Like spooky things. But I do still. Like I, still. I mean, I am definitely still afraid of spooks. Like, and I will say I'm kind of glad that I am because I feel like that is something about me that like keeps me like a little bit youthful and like it makes my life more fun. Like I know... Mm-hmm. That, like, who knows what actually exists or doesn't exist. And, like, I'm there are people who believe in ghosts. There are people who don't believe in ghosts. There are people who believe in uh, yetis. And there are people who don't believe in yetis. And it's, like, it, it almost doesn't matter whether it's real or not. It's just about, like, how it makes you feel. Does that make sense? I mean, it. It does make sense. I mean, we've we've talked on this podcast rather extensively about Dad's house, so yeah, um, like, <laughs> which like, you were lucky not to have yeah. to experience. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I don't know that I'm necessarily happy that I'm still scared of ghosts because I'm still very afraid of ghosts, and it's one of those things like you were saying before that you check under your bed. Like I have like a whole nighttime ritual now. It's it's, it's like the, the closet has to be shut. There has to, like it has to be. Like, I have to, like, check everything. I have to check the window. I have to, like, make sure everything's locked. Like, it's... And this is a combination of watching way too many serial killer documentaries and yeah. way too many horror movies. <laughs> yeah. But it's also just a little bit, like, I really don't want to wake up and see, like, the closet door open ever. Oh, no. But, like, no. that will send me into, like, a four-hour-long panic attack. Well, and, <laughs> and... But part of that, I think, is part of, like, your childhood experiences. So, yeah. you know, on Evergreen... Yeah. Like, the room that we shared and yes. that flipping closet that I hated was that closet totally like you made me sleep in the bed that faced that closet don't, don't <laughs> for a second did you make her sign a contract I don't Probably. think that, for a second that i thought that was accidental that i got that bed but no, <laughs> oh, Sam, i mean i totally remember yeah right i totally remember like i and i would try to like trick the i don't know what to call them evil spirits monsters whatever it was like i would set up i had this I don't even know where I got it. It was like this weird, like Native American, like little doll, and I would like. What? I know the one you're talking about. I think we just found the root of all of our problems. (laughs) (laughs) It all goes back to Jessica raiding a a Native American burial ground, coming home with a dream that belonged to that belonged to a Romani (laughs) woman. I don't remember where I got it from, but someone came. I've never thought about this in years. Um, anyway, I would take this little figurine and I would like set it up in like these very specific like spots. And then in the morning, like if it had moved, which it frequently did, then I would know something was like there. I mean, it moved. I you all right? How Sam was just talking about like rituals that she has before bed. This was like a whole drawn out thing for a good part of my youth where like there were certain things that I had to kind of like say in my head. There were things that I set up in the room. It was really bad. We're a lot of like really messed up people. So if you haven't figured that out <laughs> yeah. by episode six, like I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is pretty It was crazy. just like neuroses at like, you know, age <laughs> six. And I was, 
I went through a, a, a phase where I was really scared of vampires. I don't remember if it was sparked by like a movie that I watched or something. I have no idea. I do I feel like it was probably after we watched an interview with the vampire. Like, no, probably, I was younger. I was okay. like, I, you guys would, you would have been like babies. I was, was going to say, was I it was after your daughter became one? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I was really scared of vampires for a while. And like, I remember I would, someone must have been like walking to work very early in the morning, like on our street. So like, I would hear like the footsteps like outside my window. And I remember like, I would be up from like five in the morning, like on as a child. Is like, this listening. Evergreen? Yeah. Yeah. And because I remember dad Evergreen coming was in. was a creepy house. Yeah, I think so. I, I think we can just. One of my space. students lives there. Yeah. Like, really? Well, yeah. I mean, not a student anymore, but yes. One like, of your past former, students. Yeah. I got like my class list the one year and I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> and like his bedroom was our bedroom, oh Sam. God. Yeah, oh, that poor you, kid. you asked? Does he? Oh, I bedroom? totally. Asked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can I come over for dinner? You're like, <laughs> I'm just curious. Is the basement still horrifying? <laughs> and I he's think like, they finished what? it actually. <laughs> I do have to say, like, I think we should just just admit, just as a baseline, that every house we grew up in was, was every house we grew up. Like, in we was talked creepy. pretty extensively about dads, but like. Every house had its yeah. own little Evergreen yeah, Avenue was like, creepy as hell. <laughs> Union Avenue was was it had creepy that as crawl hell. Crawl space under the deck that was terrifying. The crawl space yeah, actually did not scare me as much yeah. as the basement on Union Avenue. I was no, more scared. That didn't, scare didn't really creep me out the way that like Evergreen did. No, Evergreen, you know what? Dad's house, I mean, I yeah. live there, but like, yeah, I mean, I don't I know. you know what really stuff. scared me about Union Avenue was. Coming upstairs from the basement. Yes. I always imagined, and I know this is going to sound stupid, I always imagined that as I was going up the stairs, the troll from Ernest Scared Stupid <laughs> was going to chase that me up specifically? the stairs. specifically? I'm, I'm not kidding. That troll scared the shit out mm-hmm. of me. Joe carried milk around for years. I did. <laughs> and clearly I drank a lot of heavy creams <laughs> to get to where I You're am You're just today. trying to make sure it can't eat you. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm made of cream. <laughs> Don't touch me. Never seen that movie. Really? You've never seen Ernest Scared Stupid? I that is a great movie. I don't want to offend anyone in the room, but I don't like that guy. <gasps> I'm sorry. He freaks me out. He's a national treasure. He is Jim he Barney. Is an icon. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> did he die? He yeah. did. Yeah, he so had he throat dead. cancer, I believe. Yeah. 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 He, he smoked cigars and cigarettes and... Uh, Unfortunately, he was actually, um, he was, wasn't he like a Mensa? He was very, very smart. Yeah, he was, really? yes, yeah, he he was. was very, very he was smart. Let me, very let me reach into my encyclopedic I'm, knowledge of Jim Varney and pull out that. <laughs> like, like, he was, know. I'm not kidding. If you look up Jim Varney, he was Google a very, it. very intelligent person. He, he gave very intellectual interviews and, um, he, Ernest was just, it's kind of like Robin Williams. Robin Williams was a very, very smart person, but he liked the absurd and the silly, yeah. and so I think it was kind of the same. Yeah, I don't know that I'd compare Robin Williams and Jim Varney. <laughs> it's not even his name, but whatever. I would. I think Jim Varney was great. I loved Ernest. I loved Jim Varney. Especially Barney. Ernest Scared Stupid. Had the, yeah. With Eartha Kitt, well, but that not, was the yeah. best movie but ever. All the other characters that he would like put in... Like the like the women and like the, you know like you the horse yeah, a woman's work is never finished. A woman's work is never done. Um, Bob, do you think your fears have changed as you've gotten older? Yeah, I mean, I used to be terrified of spiders. Not that I like them now, but I can like handle it. Sam, how do you feel about spiders? I mean, I'm I'm pretty much fine with them now. Like I like I can deal with them. Basically, I I have a rule. It's you can't be in my house. If I see you in my house, you're dead. 
You can be in the house as long as it's not. What is happening? Do you have a spider bite? <laughs> Jessica was just secretly telling me that she has a spider bite on Are her arm. Are you spider woman? I'm not even joking. Like this is going back like three weeks. I was um, taking the garbage out, and if you know my house, there's kind of like a corner, and yeah. obviously, like there could be spider webs and stuff. And it was nighttime, and I was moving everything. And I came back in and I had this huge like bite on my arm and it it it? really hurt. I didn't feel it at the time, but when I came in and then it started burning. And so I was like looking up like, what could it be? And um, read that it was probably a spider bite. And they were like, um, the telltale sign is that you'll have fang marks, like literally like two very clear puncture holes. Mm -hmm. And the next day when the swelling kind of went down and you can still see it, I've got Two fag marks. Jeez, how far apart? So that makes me feel huge? so much better that like I literally right oh, before okay. we started recording, I that had to run sense. outside to get a, a fucking extension cord. <laughs> and I come back inside, and I'm like, I definitely ran headfirst through a spider web. And Jess uh-huh. is like, I was just out there. <clears throat> oh, by the way, this is the massive spider bite I just had. I'm like, what are we doing? You should have seen you need some to of those. warn someone. Did that bring back your irrational fear of vampires? <laughs> no, I, was I it mean, a vampire I've, I've spider? To love vampires, like if they really existed, like just bite me. <laughs> if I was going to be any you some supernatural and creature, decided that this was this was the life for you. Totally. I if I was going to be a creature, I would want to be a vampire. Yeah, like by far. Vampires yeah, are vampires the coolest cool. shit. Ever, I want to. I want to wear like a big coat and be able to like fly and scare the shit out of people. They always look awesome too. People pick werewolf over vampire. Yeah, I don't get it. That would be painful to transform all the time, and they don't ever look like it's just like some easy thing. In most situations, werewolves can go out during the day and like like eat garlic. (laughs) Yeah, but then like during the full moon, you're like out of control and you're gonna like eat your family by mistake. Not necessarily vampire like. Yeah. I don't know. It's not it like also vamp- means that there can never be Italian vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never hear of vampires getting skin cancer. Or they're just really <laughs> miserable Italian vampires. I'm just like, this isn't the same. <laughs> Where is the garlic? Um, Kevin, do you think your fears have changed as you've gotten older? I mean, a little bit. Um, but not really at the same time. Like, I still have an irrational fear of being possessed by a demon. Um, oh, that's irrational? Well, that's because you were kind of trying to be in high no, school. No, I was and not like, trying to be possessed. Can we explain that Kevin was the cause of dad's house? Yeah, that's <laughs> Kevin was until we found out about your, like, your Native American doll. Okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. Up, <laughs> yeah, up until we got making, to Whispering Pine, the Native making, American It's kind of making the of Prince death. of Darkness seem a little more rational, actually, now that I... <laughs> Kevin was just haunted by the spirits that Jessica brought into the house. She just conjured an evergreen that followed us to Union. That then we were all like, Kevin's like, making it up. And every night Kevin goes to bed and sees like a Native American chief standing at the end of his bed. He's like, I'm so scared. I don't know what to the do. The funny thing is we've watched so many horror movies and yet Jessica had a Native American doll. Kevin was messing around with Ouija boards. and like I, I never brought a used piece of the Ouija devil's board. tomb back to the house. Why would you do that? I, I just did. Sam and I went back because I we've talked about this in a previous episode, yeah. but uh, I um, I brought a piece of a fabled place in in New Jersey called the Devil's Tomb. I found a piece chipped off when Sam and I went back during the day, <laughs> and I brought it home. Essentially, this podcast is about how we create our own problems. I know. <laughs> Somewhere, Dad's listening to this, going, "What can I do <laughs> to solve my, my own problem? problem. <laughs> Stop bringing home haunted shit." <laughs> yeah, we brought home all this haunted shit, and then we were like, "Oh, moving out. Bye, Dad. Good luck." <laughs> we just left it all in the attic and walked away. He's like, "What's all this blood?" We're like, "Bye." <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, the walls are bleeding, it. and the. <laughs> 
mirror is talking to me. What happened? <laughs> no, Dad, you're talking to the mirror. You just have dementia. Oh, um, God. <laughs> oh. I'm going to get three more texts this week. I'm gonna get, like, no, I'm trying to make it a running gag. I want every gag to be that Dad has dementia. Why? Why? Right? <laughs> I, I just think it's funny. We not that dad would have dementia. Dad, because There's I know you're no listening. evidence of that. It's not like year after year he texts me the day before my birthday. <laughs> like, happy birthday. He does. Jessica texted me on uh, I'm blocking on his September. number on my phone now. I'm I know. Get a phone Jessica call texted me on September 27th and she was like, heard from dad today. I, was like, <laughs> I asked him this year. I was like, did, did you text her on the 27th? I have the, I have the pictures because I take a picture yeah. of the text on like my background yeah. with the date above it. <laughs> but this is the thing. I, I like will say, Dad is very adamant about like wishing us a happy birthday. Know, he I'm loves us joking. unconditionally. But he, it's just so funny, like the little things he will do. And you're like, oh, Dad. <laughs> I do. I love. I want we to make very you, clear to anyone listening that we do all love our father very, very much. I wouldn't joke about it if it wasn't just funny. Exactly. If we really hated him, we wouldn't say it in a place he could. I hear think it. this. Is, <laughs> I think this is especially funny since the last time he texted me about something we said on the podcast. He said he was going to hire you as his lawyer. Yeah. He was. He was, he was like, well, "I'm a heterosexual just to be my lawyer. You'll defend me from all of you." And yeah, so dad's calling yeah. you heterosexual just not too. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Sam, do you think that your fears have changed over time? Um, I don't know if they've changed. They've they've certainly multiplied (laughs) (laughs) exponentially. They're like rabbits. It's kind of it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But um, yeah, no, I I I think I I agree with Jessica. Like I've definitely kind of hit a spot where I'm like, oh, okay, I should probably like not eat myself to death anymore, or like 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 do things that that I know aren't good for me. But um. It's it's a little less like you hit like 30 and then that's kind of when I feel like you become aware of the fact it's like, oh, right, I'm going to die someday and I could actually like really speed up that process with decisions. So well, <laughs> what's funny is pay like, attention. I've had like, this thought recently because I, I am now over 30 as well. And it's like suddenly it became painfully obvious. I said to David the other day, he, he got, it was like, he was like, shut up. I said to him, <laughs> I was like. Is it weird to think that you're actually now at a point in your life where you're closer to your 50th birthday than you are to your 10th? Stop. Because <laughs> he's over 30. And I was like, I was like, isn't that like a weird thought? Like, I don't feel like an adult ever. Yeah. I mean, you're not an adult. I, like, nor, by, <laughs> only, <laughs> only according to the superior court system am I an adult. No, I say this lovingly. Like, I feel like, I don't know, at least like job wise, like I would probably at this table be considered to have like the most serious, like you are the, the most the, adult. The, the, adult. You are the adult. Right, that's what adult. I mean. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but I don't. I don't feel like that either. I feel like I am exactly the same person that I was when I was like seven. I think most people feel that way, honestly. I think most people feel like they, like, I can't imagine that when you get to be 80, you feel 80. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there are physical things that you're Nanny like, would argue otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, you feel it. I know. Nanny's been going through hell. I feel so terrible yeah. for her. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Physically, I'm sure you get to a point where you're like, oh, my body yeah. just isn't the same. But your mind, I'm, I don't think well, your mind ever feels even, 80. Even today, I was with Kevin. We went clothes shopping, and it kind of hit me in a weird way because I was like, am I too old to buy this? <laughs> <laughs> Were you buying a, diapers? No. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob's like, mm, depends. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
know. It was like even just looking at clothes, I'm like, would I look like like weird if I was like wearing this? And that's like when it really hits you. I feel like you, that, I still feel like I'm like 19, and I'm like, but I could <laughs> never. But I can't wear this. <laughs> so like, I feel like that every time I put on like a cartoon screen tee, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I'm a 33-year-old woman. Like, why am I wearing, like, a freaking Masters of the Universe t-shirt right now? Like, that's not, like... But to be fair, today I walked out... I walked outside and I'm wearing a Michael Myers t-shirt that's literally him holding up, like, a bloody fucking knife. And I walked outside and I was like, la, 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 la. And, of course, it's a Saturday. So I'm, like, I'm like walking through uh, downtown beautiful suburban New Jersey and there's all these moms, like, shielding their kids. And I'm like, what? I was like, I'm not in drag. What is wrong? And then I was like, oh, I'm literally wearing a shirt with, like, a bloody knife-wielding maniac. <laughs> Whatever. It's October. They gotta get used to it. That's what I'm saying. It is October. Get used to it. <laughs> We're here, we're spooky, get used to it. Um, this is one I think is a very important question on this podcast. Okay. Do you think, uh, Je- I'm going to start with Jessica because I'm very interested to hear this. Oh, God. Do you like to be scared? <laughs> I do. Um, as long as, like there's, there's definitely a formula for me. I love watching scary movies. I love watching like true crime stuff. Um, like I've been really into that lately. I love reading, you What know, true crime stuff are you partaking in? I, I hate to, like, even admit to it, because it has nothing to do with the fact that Zac Efron was playing him, but, like... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're going to say. Absolutely no really reason. into, like, Ted Bundy, because I... Re- believe it or not, I really didn't know that much about the story. Mm. Um, so, like, yeah. I got really I didn't into either that. either before I listened yeah. to the Bundy tapes. Um, and so I got really into that, and then, like, watched some other stuff that were kind of, like... Not just the one that he did, but like other like um, mm-hmm. documentaries and stuff. So, did you watch the Bundy tapes? Yeah, it was good, right? I thought it was because awesome. that was the one I I always knew like generally who Ted Bundy was. I knew generally what he had done, but I was like, I don't know any of the specifics I also about. Didn't know him. like he like escaped like multiple times. Yeah, twice. like like it was. <laughs> Isn't just that terrifying? To me. Yeah, that yeah. part always kind of gets glossed over when they tell the story. They leave the jail breaks out. <laughs> well, <'cause> <laughs> they try not to scare like, the bejesus out of us. That's why. <laughs> I said, I was like, hey, do you know this? I was like, how come people don't talk about this? Like, this would be like the greatest movie ever. Like, I why know. didn't they, you know, make a bigger deal? But anyway, um, totally don't know. Oh, so I love watching all of that. But like, the rule is that after I'm done watching or reading or listening to any of this stuff, there has to be like an episode or two of like The Office or Seinfeld <laughs> or like something that's just so like not scary, like something, yeah. um, something to like cleanse, to like a palate cleanser. Totally, before I can go to bed. And then I, Definitely sleep with a hot light on. <laughs> what is what? What That'll would you say him. is like the <laughs> scariest thing? I'm not gonna say like a real like legitimate scare. I'm. I'll say like what's like a haunted attraction or like a corn mate. Like what's the what's the scariest like spooky event you've ever partaken in? So I think it's the stuff that again could be like possibly real. Um, like when Carmen. Um, you know, first took me to like Blair's Den and mm-hmm. the Devil's Tomb. Like everything that, even though you want to be like, oh, well, this isn't real, the fact that it's not like a haunted hayride, you know, like yeah. it's not something that is actually like theatrical. Like you, yeah. you don't really know mm-hmm. what happened at a location, or, um, you know, even more scary with that is that you know you you did ha- there were rumors of people who were like going and hanging out in those locations yeah. who might be up to no good. So there was like that that like actual fear fear element that happened. Well, it didn't happen to me, but I had the same thought because a friend of mine, my friend, Adam, uh, who is one of my, my best friends and I went to, uh, 
what was the name of that that mental hospital in New Jersey in Morris? There were several. County. I think you're probably the talking about one. Greystone. Greystone. We went to <clears throat> Greystone before it was demolished, the old building, and it was like late at night. This was probably totally illegal, so it, it didn't really <laughs> happen. Quote, <unquote>. But um, <laughs> if it had happened, like that Habeas was one corpus, of my. There's no building. There's no crime. Literally, <laughs> they torn it down. There's Habeas nothing left. Corp- corpses. They're just writing a list. They're like, we gotta do this. <laughs> I know. I know. The, the CIA is like. My God, we have our work cut out for us. But one of my biggest fears is that, like, we actually snuck into the old institutional building, and it—it's scary because of what it was, and it's also scary because I am afraid of spooks and shit too. But like, I'm—it's also scary because it's like you don't know what like homeless person might be living in there, or it's just like you don't know what kind of what what you might be walking into you never know Ted Bundy might be hanging out there exactly he might have like, broken out no of hell <laughs> I mean if anyone was gonna do it he jumped out of a window in hell and came straight to New Jersey <laughs> so I get that I do get that like the, the legitimate places are scary and Blair's Den for those of you who, who don't know you should definitely look it up it's a place in New Jersey it's uh, it's a mansion that was built by a gentleman in the they're gonna be so mad and- you brought this up <laughs> Also, I feel the need to put in a disclaimer. Someone does live there now, so yeah. like, do they don't, really? Yes, yeah, don't be go, respectful. Don't go weird, New Jersey. Oh yeah, don't go weird. New Jersey. We are not advocating that you should go and visit, but you should look it up online to see like the the folklore yeah, around. Yeah, my it. husband is definitely not written up in weird, New Jersey. So <laughs> no, world, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. So check out Blair's Den. It's actually really cool. Um, Bob, what has been your like favorite like scary thing? Like just like in a like in a amusement type thing or like yeah. actual like I I love this place I think it's in Windsor called Field of Terror I go like every year that I can they do really? a really really good job yeah it's like really well priced and like the events are like at least like a half an hour their corn maze is always really scary I love it it's really good that's pretty cool and they can feel free to send me <laughs> <laughs> like, yes please feel free yeah. to send us free Bob tickets I'm working for something I know Bob. I'm working for you people Bob's so you trying to get free anything. movie tickets Bob's trying to get free visits to <laughs> Windsor no. Farms or whatever the fuck it is well no but seriously that one's really good it's better I've been to like Eastern State Penitentiary which was fine I went to the Renaissance Fair one which was fine but Field of Terror the one in Tuxedo yeah. Tuxedo it was too fast. You wait in line for a really long time, and then it was like 10 minutes, and I was like... You know what's funny? I contacted them and almost got them to let me... I wanted to film myself going through a haunted attraction in, in drag. drag. <laughs> so I contacted them. had like a way. bunch of emails back and forth, and the guy was very nice. Um, and we had basically set it up, and then at the last minute... Um, I wrote him an email and I was like, just wanted to make sure we're still good for this weekend or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you knew like you couldn't film inside the attraction, blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, what's the point? I was like, that is literally the only thing I wanted to film. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> Kevin, what is your favorite scare that you've ever? Um, I mean, I think probably my favorite thing. I know this kind of is, um, against what I said before, but I actually really, really love movies about possession. Um, <laughs> like, those are, like, my like that psychological thriller of it. Um, and just, like, the whole supernatural aspect of it I find really intriguing. Um, so, like, any really good, like, possession movie 
is probably my favorite scare. Like, what's your favorite possession movie? Well, I mean, obviously, The Exorcist, um, <laughs> the only good one. Though. <laughs> well, I mean, The Exorcism. That's Emily not Rose true. I think good. the uh, um, the right yeah. was okay. Emily Rose um, is a good movie. I don't know if it's a great horror movie. Like, there's some good scares in it, but general, like, it's a much more thought-provoking movie than it is a scary But that's movie. why I enjoy it so much, because, like, psychologically, it's still terrifying. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I was more intrigued by um, the way they discussed faith and belief in Emily Rose, mm. which was really interesting. I, I There were some scary moments, like when she's on the floor, when the boyfriend's in bed. That creeped the fuck out yeah. of me. <laughs> but see, it's not even really, like, the jump scares that get me. It's, like... The idea of, like, in this movie at one point, like, when they're doing the actual exorcism and she, like, says that she's the devil. Like, it's terrifying to think, like, if you were in the shoes of the priest that you are talking to this, like, ultimate spiritual being that, like, up until that point in his life might have just been kind of, like, a, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an abstract thought. Like an abstract thought. And now you are speaking to this, like, almost like mini deity. Hmm. And you are now trying to push him out of this, like, person. And that is your job. Like, that is a psychological, like, backflip to me. It's like a backwards and pregnancy. <laughs> I kind of imagine, though, that if you ever met him, Kevin, you'd just be like, oh, I thought you'd be taller. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I think if I met the devil, I might. Uh... I thought you had a goatee. <laughs> I think I'd have a little bit more of a they say never meet your situation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what is your like what is your favorite scare that you've experienced? Um I think actually and, and Bob actually mentioned it earlier, um Eastern State Penitentiary is probably like, <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> that's just, that's because you guys had that one really scary okay. that we didn't do that. They didn't have it when yeah, I went. They didn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually like like if for those of you who are unaware, Eastern State Penitentiary is a is a very old, very abandoned prison in Philadelphia that is now open for tours and things like that. And you can go all year round if you want to like wander around an abandoned building in a legal way. That's the best way to and do it. It's super do haunted, ESP. right? But um, every October they do Eastern State Penitentiary terror behind the walls, mm-hmm. and they turn the entire thing into a haunted house. So when Sarah and I were living in Philadelphia, we decided to go, and like you had to sign a waiver. Like it was mm. it was kind of your standard like you know, we don't take any responsibility if you, like, crap your pants while you're walking through here <laughs> kind of stuff. But, like, they were really good at amping up the crowd, and as you're going through, like, there were a couple of moments where I'm not usually terribly scared in haunted attractions because I have a pretty good reality fantasy switch when it comes to that stuff. Mm. But, like, we were walking into one cell block, and, I mean, it's already, it's an abandoned prison, so, like, they didn't have to do a whole hell of a lot of set dressing to make this <laughs> creepy. But, like, it's like, but we're walking down, and it's like there was a guy in a cage, like jumping around, like banging on bars and stuff. And we're like, okay, whatever, this is fine. And then he pulled one of the bars apart and came running at us, and that's when I like totally <laughs> crapped my pants. But like, we started running through the rest of this thing, and by the time we got to the last part, it was called blackout. They just hand you this little like keyring flashlight, and you're walking, and it is completely pitch black, and stuff sneaks up on you. And my lovely wife, the light of my life, the most beautiful human being <laughs> I've ever night. met. That night, the light of your life was a um, keychain. <laughs> <laughs> I turned the flashlight around at one point. There was an actor crawling towards us on the floor in a, in a straight jacket. And I turned and my wife was gone. Like, <laughs> on, like Scooby-Doo dust clouded her way the hell out of there and left me 
Standing like, there to the Hazel point. With Hazel on Tiny Toons when she like <laughs> disappears but all, the, and yeah. all that's left are the hairpins like hanging yeah. there. <laughs> to the point that the actor actually broke character to say, did she leave you? And I'm like, yes, she fucking left me. At which point I had to run after her. But like we needed to get her like fried Oreos. She was like shaking, crying. Oh, and the, and the, no. It was terrible. Like it's it's one of those things that I feel like I always get through those things better when I have someone with me because like my my whole focus is on making sure that they're okay so I feel all right. <laughs> so I don't know if I could do it alone ever but like with another person I'd probably be okay that is one of again. my favorite stories of people <laughs> going through a haunted attraction I have two favorite moments uh, one is I almost I'm almost embarrassed to say the name of this place because it's so like it sounds like like a campground for porn. It's, <laughs> it's called Creamy Acres oh, down in South Jersey. And it's like... See, I would have guessed retirement community based on that. Cre- but like a porn <laughs> retirement oh my community. Like a, like a swingers retirement club. Um, it, it, it had like great scares. There was, uh, there was like multiple different attractions to go through and it really does have great scares that's one of my favorites just to go and like be scared but one of my specific favorite incidents was going to i don't even know where this attraction was it (laughs) i went with adam and his then girlfriend chelsea and we went to this place and literally like pulling up adam brought me i had no idea where we were going we pulled up and we park behind this like warehouse like we legitimately could have walked in and been like murdered by like a gang or or whatever it was like we walked we we got out of the car and i was like where are you taking me (laughs) and we walk into the building and it it was like a haunted attraction you had to like go through and whatever but um his girlfriend chelsea it was very i love chelsea we went to college together and she um we were going through, and she kept, like, like, anything that happened, she would just, like, scream, like, terrified. Was She was, like, terrified of this attraction. And so at one point, Adam was like, uh, was like, Chelsea, it's fine. Chelsea, it is fine. And it was such a small, like, little haunt that there weren't a lot of other people going through it at the time. And so all the other actors in the haunt oh, no. started oh, calling no. out Chelsea oh, no, Chelsea cool. and like Chelsea it's fine yeah. like it was and Adam and I are fucking dying we're laughing our ass <laughs> off and Chelsea is like oh, no <laughs> like but it was literally like a 20 minute haunt of people just like being like Chelsea like it was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was it was the best experience do you think that ever. they take the actors for those for those places and like make them do like a psych eval before they do it. It's, it's like the higher you score on the sociopath scale, the like the, the, the better your chances are of getting into makeup in a mean, haunted house. I <laughs> hope so. I want to go into a haunted house knowing that there's a chance I might not come out. <laughs> oh my God. I actually had a friend, I used to do shows at a place called Plays in the Park and I had a friend there named Joey and he was going through Madame Tussauds for Halloween does uh like a like a haunted thing where you walk through and whatever and the actors don't touch you but they can come very close to you and there was one part where it was a very narrow hallway and on one side of you was a a solid wall and on the other side was just like bars and behind the bars was filled with smoke and the actors would like run out of the fog and scare you up against the bars and so joey was going through and he was very scared and he was like, it's very narrow. It's like the width of a person. Yeah. And he's walking through and this woman like ran up to the bars and like put her face between the oh, bars oh and, no. and like yelled at him. And he freaked out, threw himself against the wall and slapped her. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the actress literally like like stepped back and like started to cry oh, and like no. ran back into the fog. Oh, no. And so Joey was like, I just assaulted someone and like <laughs> booked it down the hall and like ran out of the, out of the attraction. Oh. I was like, oh, that poor actress. But it is a great story. I'm sure it's when she tells her friends too. I'm sure they they all, like anybody who works in those things has a story where they got like hit or pushed yeah, or slapped or something. Say, you I have a like... good haunt story. The Jeepers Creepers one. Yes. That one is funny. I think you should tell that. That happened at Field of Terror. It was, Did it really? Yeah, it happened in the corn maze. And I knew what it was because they put a school bus, which if you've seen Jeepers Creepers 2, you know that it takes place on a mm-hmm. bus. Um, they put it in the middle of the field, and I saw him standing on top of it, and I was like, son of a bitch, because that is one of the scariest friggin' movies. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to. But you have no choice, because it's a corn maze. And so when we got there, I was like paying attention to the people in front of us, and I saw that whoever went into the bus last, he would jump off the bus behind them to scare them. So I like ran to the front of the group of friends I was with, and I was like, I'm getting on this bus first. <laughs> it's going to be me. And so like- and You turned into well, Justin Timberlake. And um like I literally but I must have been talking too loud because I was saying I was like, I'm getting on first. No, I'm getting on first. I see what he's doing, blah blah blah. And so <laughs> no. I got on the bus first. I was like sighing in relief and I turned around because I wanted to see whoever was getting on get scared. And uh, my friend Christina got on behind me and she had this like face on, like I was like looking at me and I was like, I was like, what is your problem? And she was like kind of laughing, but kind of like freaked out. <laughs> and I was like, what is wrong with you? And she like pointed behind me and I turned around. I had not thought of the fact that on top of a bus there is an emergency escape. <laughs> and I turned around to this actor who was done very well in Jeepers Creepers makeup like right in my face. I just went, oh. And like, <laughs> they all broke character. There was like a driver. I just fell to the ground. I was like, oh. Like I got I, the vapors. I'm so proud of you though because you got like a real life, oh my God, he's right behind me he, moment. Well, yeah, but he <laughs> laughed at me. It was, and they all laughed at me and I had to like walk off the bus. And the woman in the back, there was like a crazy person with like a shovel who would like slam it. She was like, don't worry, I'll leave you alone. Oh, <laughs> I was like, no. I was she like, took pity Yeah, I was like, you? thanks, bitch. I'm getting off the bus. <laughs> I was like, well, there goes my street cred. That, but it they was, felt bad th- for me. Yeah, but they did a really good job and it was my own fault. I should have been more quiet, <laughs> a little bit more, like a little bit more strategic about getting on that bus. Now, I, I love that story. That's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> We are all, like, we are children of the 80s and 90s. We grew up in a very special time back when horror was good. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think that our family in particular, we have, like, we almost have, like, a code that we speak in. We can speak almost entirely in movie quotes. And it's one of my favorite things about us as siblings because we can, we have such a, like, pop culture knowledge Mm. Do you have, like, what movie from your childhood was just, like, this is the movie that that fucked me up? Like, this is the one that makes me look under the bed. Jess, what do you think is your movie? Oh, this is tough. I mean, when I was really little, I alluded to this early in the podcast, but Gremlins was really scary to me. Like, when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was also weird because I became obsessed with it. Like, I was so terrified of it, but I would probably watch it, like, multiple times a week. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't Like know. a morbid fascination. I guess so. <laughs> um, and then, I guess, I don't know. I mean, it was a big one when mm-hmm. I was, like, an the early, Tim Curry like, yeah, like, like in my, like, early tweens, um, because I used to watch it with our cousin, like, all the time. Um, Melissa? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was, like, one of our movies. Um... I don't know. 
know. And then I, I don't know, like, as an adult that I've had, like, movies that have really been, like, long-lasting kind of crazy. Um, that that movie Split really screwed me up that mm. I just watched, like, like, a year or two ago. I thought that was, like, pretty intensely scary. I still haven't seen that one. You haven't seen Split? No. It was good. I liked it. I, th- I thought it was entertaining. I wasn't particularly scared by it. Mm. But it was, um, it was a good movie. Jessica was. The scene <laughs> in that one room... With the spoiler thing alert. Away. I know, like, spoiler alert. Like, <laughs> he's, like, eating through her stomach. Oh. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. Oh, that's creepy. I mean, it's definitely... It's a creepy movie. I'm Maybe I'm desensitized. <laughs> Kevin, what was your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> like, growing up? I mean... <clears throat> There were weird movies that scared me. Like the, there was that scene in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks with like the armor what? marching, and for some reason that scared the crap out of me. Really? But they yeah. were the good guys. Yeah. I know, but they still scared <laughs> they me. They were fighting the Nazis. Nazis were the bad Nazis. guys. Yeah. I, I know. I wasn't like sympathizing He's like, I was with the Nazis. Nazis. I was just, I'm like, Kevin, it was just Nazi. the fact that they were like marching suits of armor, but there was nobody in it. And like I remember being like five years old and watching The Worst Witch, and I'm so embarrassed to admit this, but when they're coming down the hill and they're like, "We're coming to get you," I used to have to go in the kitchen. <laughs> Because it Charlotte Ray, like when I was five years old. Um, on a, real quick, I went on a rampage the I other saw day that on Facebook. because everyone goes on about how great the streaming services are. Try to find the worst witch, the '80s movie. Try to find it. It used to be on YouTube. It was, um, and it's gotten taken down. I had to order it on Amazon for an embarrassing amount of money. <laughs> I think I think that's what should be the audio. We still week, have Tim Curry singing. Tim Curry, like, please. Has don't anybody don't seen my tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> I might start playing in the beginning. It's like who wrote this song? It was so many really impressions bad. of literally him on this like podcast. the most nonsensical lyrics you've ever heard. When he was talking about like your sister could get turned into a cat, like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see Candyman? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's another one that kind of screwed me up. I mean, Candyman will screw you up. I mean, that's a, a big good one way. to screw yeah. you up, but beats the hell out of the worst witch. Okay. Like, I was five <laughs> years old. It wasn't like, I wasn't like I was like 19. I was like, I just can't handle this right now. Um, <laughs> girls, girls. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning. But she pops in and she's just like, go to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, mm, And it's Diana Riggs. So it's like, <laughs> you. You know what movie scared the absolute bejesus out of me when we were kids? What? Darkness Falls. Which oh, is like, yeah. Not, I, do you know how long I could not sleep with the lights out in my room? Because I was like, she's going to get me. It was that a problem. Bitch is coming for me. <laughs> I, I will say it kind of creeped me out, too. Kind of? That's it was it. creepy. I would, I would, I like, if I woke up, I like trained myself to like not look around the room. Like I would wake up like looking at the, like at the bed. I was was like, it you had to see her? Well, yeah, yeah, if you if looked you at saw her, see her, right? Yeah. That was the whole... Yeah, if you saw her, she would kill you. That was the whole thing. If you looked mm-hmm. at her, you're... T- Fox was waking up be, staring if... dead at the ceiling. Like... <laughs> no, but, but I, I would, I would she, like, notice that you saw her, like... Because like if you saw her from behind, like I don't, I don't think she would like attack you. In the, you saw her in the grocery store while she was not paying attention. <laughs> you were fine. It was only if she she's like Christina Aguilera. She's like, it, don't look at me. <laughs> I, I mean, know, really, the like, items are less line, yeah. and she was in a hurry. She would be like, okay, yeah. just this once. Like, <laughs> take a picture. It'll last longer. She's at the self checkout. Uh, she just really enjoyed the oh, privacy. The other movie that used to scare me a lot was Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, but the Tony I'm, Shalhoub one, not the not the Vincent Price, right? <laughs> not um, the one where it was like, put your glasses on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like specifically, the Jackal was. Yeah, well, the Jackal was scary. But they were I, all all those ghosts were but terrifying. Isn't there like a petition now for like Netflix to make 
a web a series. series. I mean, I saw like one Reddit 13. post. I don't know if it's made it to a petition. I've seen yet. it like all over the place, and I'm actually really I'm, about I'm it. on board for that. Yeah, I'm not going to hold out be. for that. Duh. I'm not either, but like that would be really cool if it happened. I just they keep ruining everything. I don't. I don't want to get into sequels again, but it's like uh, everything just. Get, it's like come up with something new. Make scare me. Scare me new. You know what movie scared <laughs> the crap out of me as a kid? That's not a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beginning when that when that oh, it is a little scary. That bat. bat when he comes through the door in the yeah. beginning. I I would have to fast forward through that. I could not watch it, but I love that movie. <laughs> Creepy. And then the cat Again, when he's like, ding, 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 and then it's like just. Ding, ding, ding. You were <laughs> afraid of Felicia. She she Felicia. he, he calls is... Felicia to eat people. <laughs> like she's terrifying. She's his rancor. It's the rancor. She of was Star Wars. Terrifying. It was it was scary. I will tell you the that movie. is Sarah's favorite movie. Oh, I love that movie. I love it, but it was scary. It when I was a kid, when I was little, it was scary. I will tell you the movie that like fucked me up for life. It was the witches. Yeah, mm. Angelica Houston and the she witches. She takes Bruno. that mask off. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. You know what scene actually scared me even more than that is the scene where Luke is in the tree and that witch comes up and she's trying yeah, to give him the no, chocolate that's because it's like well. truly like child predator and you're like, ooh, this is very yeah, that's uncomfortable. Not okay. yeah. And she's like, no one can hear you. Yeah, that's and it's, terrifying. And it's like, this is honest to god, freaking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Sam, what was the movie that messed you up for life? I mean, I think you all know the answer to this already, it was, and this is so embarrassing, like, considering, like, that I do this podcast every week now. It's like, the never-ending story fucked me I up know. beyond belief. Yeah, like, because like, it's not only is, like, the, the Gamork, that fucking black wolf, terrifying. Like, I had recurring nightmares about that thing for, like, years. I'll still occasionally have one. Really? Yeah, no, like, particularly, like, if I'm, like, really stressed out, I'll, I'll have a dream about it, and I, it's just, just, like, I'm done for the day. Like, like that's it. I have to, like, go watch cartoons for eight hours. <laughs> I don't know about all cartoons, because I remember <laughs> being rather afraid of Lambert the Sheepish Lion. That was a that was a scary cartoon. <laughs> Lambert the Sheepish Lion. It was I creepy. Sing, I could literally sing the song. Don't don't do it. No, but it was it was an old Disney cartoon, and all old children's things are inherently creepy. But like on top of the fact that the Neverending Story was legitimately scary, it's also just like really bleak and depressing. Like when you have like the rock guy standing there going like, "I have such large, strong hands, I couldn't hold on to my friends. They all like blew away and died." It's like it's like it's like this is like. Why are why am I watching Emmanuel Kant the movie? Like what the hell is this? Like this is supposed <laughs> you, to be for like six year olds. And you know what's <laughs> funny? I watched that movie not that long ago and like did not enjoy it at all. You yeah. got to the swamp of sadness, did you? Because that scarred me for life too. I mean, the whole thing like, is just have a like, six year old girl watch a pony sink into the mud and die. Like Jesus, <laughs> it was literally <laughs> just like a miserable movie with like kind of really scary puppetry. It was just like. Yeah. I don't it wasn't even like quality Jim Henson scary puppetry either. It wasn't. Did the Dark Jim Crystal. Henson do it? No, oh, I don't think it was why. Jim Henson. My goodness. Now I'm gonna fact check that because before we get like 900 things. On. <laughs> Everyone's like, it was Looking Jim Henson. Out. It was Jim Henson. Now we are almost at the end of this uh, monumental episode. But before we go, I, uh, Sam came up with a really good idea. She was, because we, this is so much about, like, horror movies and scary things, um, Sam thought it would be fun if we each kind of went around and said, if you were the lead in a horror movie, what 
kind of horror movie would it be? Would it be like a supernatural movie? Would it be a killer movie? A slasher movie? Whatever it is. <clears throat> and everyone else, um, we have to decide what kind of movie we think you would survive. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm dead in all purposes. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I could see you surviving a slasher. Well, first off, let's start with this. If you if you had to be the lead in any horror movie, what type of horror movie would you want it to be? Well, because I have such a morbid fascination with it, probably a possession movie. Um, really? Yeah. You also I would, said your worst fear was to get possessed. I feel like this is going to shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> well, I would imagine <laughs> when I think Unless of like, the, the lead, I think of like the priest. I don't <laughs> okay. really think of the person being possessed. Um, I just think it would be really interesting to be in that kind of a movie. Um, I don't think you would survive that movie. <laughs> I don't either. Um <laughs> If nothing else, the priest doesn't usually. It's not usually. Well, I mean, it's usually the person who's possessed who doesn't survive. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what kind of movie you would survive. I could see you surviving like a, like a, like a hostel or a, the collector. God help me if I'm ever in a situation like that. I know, but I could see you surviving it. I think that's your. I think that's your. I think the only reason I would survive is because I would never be in that situation. Like I would get the invite. And I'd be like, I'm agoraphobic. I'm saying, oh, you say that, but I still have a key to your house. I think I do well in like. I think I do well in a slasher movie. Um, that's what I was going to say I feel like you'd survive that because literally somebody be like what was that noise and can be gone <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people investigate like who that cares what made the noise you know why like, Kevin survives a slasher film he's a killer <laughs> <laughs> the killer, the killer usually dies he survives yeah, <laughs> you yeah. kill me I'm the killer and stab <laughs> Kevin's Parker Posey um, Bob what what movie do you like what kind of movie do you think you would be in would I be in? Like, what kind of if horror you, movie? If you had to be, what would, would you pick? I would unfortunately, be, like, in one of those, like, creature movies, like, Jaws or, like, um, The Relic, something like that, because I hate those, because they scare the bejesus out of me. <laughs> and I would, like, an anaconda, I'm just that girl who just gets dragged off the raft. <laughs> <laughs> Bob is the guy who's like, a what? <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> every episode. I'm going to get it in every episode. Yeah. But I we're promise. not going to explain it this time since you've already heard the explanation about three times by the time this episode will come out. Bob, uh, and you know what's funny? Kevin said he would be the lead in a paranormal movie, like a possession movie. I actually think you would be the lead in a I possession did, but movie. But I would survive. I think he would survive that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. I think he would be best in like a true crime horror because if Why? you ever watch Robert like, like a, watch these true crime things, like he has it figured out by like when the you say end true crime, I did, <laughs> like I did basically figure out making a murderer part two before it was released. So I was like, <laughs> I, uh, remember we were talking about that? We talked about it because we watched the first one, then we were going over it, and I found like all these things, and I was like, look at this road from the quarry to like, <laughs> to the and then like all of season two is all about that road. So it's like, yeah, it's true. You did kind of you, maybe you're you're missing your calling no. as a defense lawyer. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> I would or never want to be an investigator. Lawyer. God, no, I. I couldn't. It's too much paperwork. <laughs> Bob's like, I don't want to free innocent people. It's yeah. too much paperwork. No, I just like. <laughs> I I think it's fun to try and solve things. It's just like, but then, like, Jessica, I have bad news for you. <laughs> I think that you're the lead in an alien movie. I don't. <laughs> See, I think okay, you're if you, could, if you could pick though, which would you pick? I I don't know. I feel like I would picture myself. I don't know, is like maybe like an FBI agent in like some type of 
I think you, you could, want like Silence of the like, Lambs kind of like kind of yeah, yeah. Okay. like right. I could totally be actually placed. I lied okay. not Drew Barrymore I see you as kind of I could see being I was Sydney like Drew Barrymore and Scream yeah I was like <laughs> you could be <laughs> I, like, I don't know why please that. don't you'd be Sydney yeah, I feel like you would be Sydney no I think I could be like the strong you know like yeah. person but I, I don't know I, I would want you're definitely also, a detective you know in whatever you know you know I should be Sydney because I could literally see Jessica on the phone being like can you see me right now all right what am I doing all right, nice. See you later, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I see you as like a Sherlock or a detective. Like, you're a very logical A equals B equals C person. That's syllogism. You, you might have wanted to use numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a 1040. Uh, <laughs> on the new one, not yeah, the old yeah, one. Yeah, I got a 1040. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you, th- do you see Jessica being a detective as well? I think that makes the most sense to me. I, th- I can kind of see like sort of a Sandra Bullock and taking lives kind of thing. I think mm, that would work. Okay. Or, no, no, Sandra Bullock is murder. It's murder like you, by numbers. Yeah. I feel like you'd get grossed out though. I feel like you'd be like, I can't go in there. I don't think she would. I think I think this is the thing though. Like Jessica has the kind of morbid curiosity that I think she would get over it pretty quick. Like, like, yeah, Jessica is always the leader in the escape room. Yeah, <laughs> no, Jessica's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, but that's different than having to walk into like a crime scene. I like, think she I could. Like, I think she could put it. Blood aside. and stuff doesn't really. Oh, it doesn't bother. Yeah, it doesn't really bother. No. She has two small children. Bullet. She's not bothered yeah, by blood, true. vomit, She's anything seen it all already. No. So. no, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Like, don't want to walk into like an alien like pod. Like that would freak a me pod. out. I don't know. Like, so you're would, like, the ooze and like you know, <laughs> yeah. like erupting from its like egg crap. I don't know. Congratulations, <laughs> hell is real. You're gonna wake up as Ripley. Son of a. I also could see you like as Sandra Bullock in Bird Box. Like I can literally hear you having the conversation. Boy, girl, being like boy, girl. If you do, if you take off your blindfold, you will die. If you, (laughs) we are going on a trip. It's going to be rough. (laughs) Like I can hear you having that conversation. Whatever type of movie it is, like yeah, I would be the person who'd be like, okay, here's the plan. (laughs) This is what you're doing. If you're not like following the lead, like you're out. Like I'm feeding you to the. I mean, you went into that. Aggravation earlier, like with Mackenzie. <laughs> Sam? Yes. What would you be a lead in? I mean, if I had any choice at all, I would probably also pick like the psychological thriller genre because I feel like they're the easiest to survive if you're the lead because mm. the detective very rarely dies. I feel like you'd be in something paranormal. But I see, I don't too. want to. I feel the opposite. <laughs> I, don't I feel want like it. she. I, I feel don't like need it. Sam. I've had enough. Give Sam's me a serial wake- killer. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you are waking up in Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, I, I know that you're. You belong in a slasher. I'm, it's I'm your- gonna die though. No. Rule one, you cardio. Know. Look at me. I can't outrun. Like, it doesn't matter how slow he's walking. I'm not going to make it out. But you are smart. You could outwit him. You There's are nothing really... to outwit. It's like trying to outwit an oncoming train. It doesn't matter. <laughs> There's no, you can't really yeah. trick you know Jason Voorhees. <laughs> you know the rules. So did Randy. Look how that worked out. Oh, well, Randy, <laughs> you are Randy yeah, in, kind of in are, Scream. Like... You don't know the rules. I mean, you <laughs> worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. This gets brought up every time. I would like. To, I would just like to put it like, like I'm at least. I feel like I'm more likable than Randy. I like to think that I'm more Kirby. Randy, than I don't Randy. think Randy was unlikable. Like I loved Randy. Randy's kind of unlikable. Watch it what? again. No, I was just watching it last night. I like I hate watching Scream. He's like more screaming likeable. everything. No, 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 he screams no. all his lines. He's the only Californian with a New York accent. Like he's, he's like, more likable in the second one. He is in the second one. one. I like I, I could I see Randy. being Randy in Scream Two, but Scream One, Randy is kind of like just. I just meant more of like because he's the character who's like you don't know the rules, and he's like let's yeah. go. Let's, like he's even. But like, Randy like would be so dead without the assistance of other people. Like Randy does get stabbed. Like Randy. Does 
Well, I mean, yeah. But I think that's supposed to be the irony of his character, right? So, like, what you're saying is I'm going to get maimed, I'm going to have a limp, but I'll make it out. That's Dewey. I was about to say, that's Dewey. (laughs) I think if I was in a horror movie, I would want to be in, like, a Jaws. See, I feel like you'd be in a zombie movie. Yeah, I I I do too. I feel like you would survive a zombie But I would want to be in Jaws. Because I would just keep my fat, tasty ass on land. <laughs> You're going to stay marinating not on going, the beach I'm for like, a while. I'm like, we are not doing this. I'm going to go. You're just sunbathing. The, the shark like, is staring in from the water, like, self-based. Like, Literally, I'm like, you have fun out there, creepy crawly. I'm going to the chuckle hut. We're getting a sandwich. Let's go. <laughs> like a nice. Josh out there, like, where's that tornado? <laughs> like a nice rotisserie chicken. Josh just turning over on the beach. Like. <laughs> 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 so that's it. Did you guys have fun yeah. being on my spooky gay family? Yeah, I did. I'm glad that we finally got to have you all on at once. We figured out all the tech shit. No, no problems. <laughs> <laughs> Literally cuts out right now. Um, and that's it. I hope that uh, I hope that this was an enlightening episode for our viewers to finally see. Uh, the dynamic of all five of us in one room. You finally got to meet heterosexual Jess. Next, I think. <laughs> next, I think maybe we should do a spouses episode. I think next is Sarah and oh, David. Yeah, Sarah gosh. and David should join the the fun. And maybe one of these days, with enough uh, alcohol and coaxing, we could even convince Dad. We'll get Mike on, on here. I think I think he'd love to clear his name a little bit. <laughs> I'm just afraid of what he will say about me. He's going me. to come on with like a prepared statement. He's going to have like a four page thing. He's like, he's like, I am only going to be on here long enough to dispute the following. <laughs> One. One. I'm to not pick going up to, the phone. I'm not going to repeat them because then again, angry texts tomorrow. I know. Uh, I would I love to give dad a chance to clear his name. He only tells me. I would love to give dad a chance to clear his name for the sole fact that I edit these podcasts and I can edit out whatever I want. <laughs> oh, poor dad. It's a loser. He's, he's, he's like, I'm going to start my own podcast called The Stupid Things My Kids Did. He's like, and I'm going to get a million viewers. I'm like, okay. okay. Dad truly <laughs> understands. Sure, Jan. We tell those stories on our podcast, dad. So Literally. Dad truly understands all those reality TV being like, it's the editing. I didn't even do that. <laughs> All right, kids, that's it for us. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. This is my spooky gay family. Uh, That's it for us. Until next time, stay spooky and remember. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Halon, and this episode contains clips from Blair Witch Project, produced by Haxon Films, 1999. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. 